I had to stop two pumps into it. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely making it. <laughs> oh, man. 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 Oh, Tug. I think it was just me. It was just Elgin. See, we already have an intro, but thank you for trying. (laughs) 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 Boy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gimme Dilute podcast. The TTRPG podcast that promises that the story, all names, characters, and incidents portrayed in this production are fictitious. No identification with actual person or persons, places, buildings, and products is intended or should be inferred. Except for those two people, they know who they are. My name's Turner. I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre-, mid-, and post-show announcements, which may be a little bit extra rambly because a lot of my forebrain is spent right now resisting making a one hand clapping or the hand that you're dealt joke based off of that intro and I only have so much willpower and cognitive capacity. Episode 15. The party tries to register for college and discovers it's going to take a helping hand. God damn it. Hey, if you're a new listener, welcome. It's not all hand job references, we promise. Just mostly mostly hand job references. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. You're used to this shit by now, you magnificent bastards. And of course, a special thank you to our patrons. We don't think we could get there without the support you are providing to the boys. And hey, definitively, once and for all, it's tingle time, baby. Which, surprisingly, is not a handjob reference. Hey, Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly show. Not just because of the handjobs. Uh, mostly because of crude humor, violence, gore, profanity... I think that covers all of them. Any additional content warnings will be in the show notes below. And on that note, let's start the show. On that note, we are back with the party of five. This, you know, <laughs> I was really ready that time. You are. I see it. Blame jazz. But I think, yeah. you know, I think my brain is waiting for like a, like a jingle. <laughs> Like, we're back with the party of five, and I'm waiting for a song. And we're back with the party of five. No. <laughs> and like, do, 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 do. It needs to be, it needs to be Tori beatboxing, because she needs to practice her <laughs> oh, beatboxing. For, <laughs> <laughs> oh. She needs to practice her beatboxing for the podcast. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. <laughs> I am Tori, and I play Maury. I'm here to say <laughs> boots and cats, and I am bad at this. Oh, no. Boots and cats. Boots oh, no. <laughs> and cats. He's <laughs> I don't know how I followed that, but I know how. It is I, Harley McKenzie, and I play Todd the Tiefling, a.k.a. T-O-double-D, a.k.a. your favorite bounty hunters, favorite bounty hunter, 
aka the Todd Father, your MVT, bringing that BTE, Todd. Ah! <laughs> He's the greatest in the universe. Mm-mm. Now, as good as that is, Mm-hmm. You managed to get away from the microphone in three different directions on that. <laughs> Pivoting your chair back and forth. It did. I definitely was. <laughs> doing the head, the, the shoulders in a diagonal, <laughs> and then also swinging your head side to side. That's Harlow's public speaking thing. <laughs> we picked it up good enough, but I'm just sitting there watching like, how is he doing it? And he's playing four dimensional fucking chess with his mic. It is unbelievable. I don't know what he's doing find, here. I got to find a better place for the mic that allows me to actually do some movement and still here in the groove it's like he's cutting your hair <laughs> do you need to like hold it like a stand-up comedian is that what you need to be doing like or we got to find like a headset he can wear that actually has good iron you pick up or one of those like clip-on neck mics <laughs> he could fake vibrato on the ah the video of that needs to be saved. Yeah, I know. I, when I was doing it, I was like, let me, let me stop talking. Hold on. No, one more time. Okay. One more time. Let's do it again. <laughs> Damn it. We're not recording video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really don't know how I'm going to follow this now. Good Lord. Okay. I am Jamie. I play Eldrin Thaneros. And uh, did you know that uh, the Arnosia Dental Association <laughs> actively funds the hunting of mature gibbering mouthers as it is a more cost effective way to create dentures by reclaiming the teeth that they get from all the mouths that the gibbering mouthers absorb from their victims. Is, um, is gibbering mouthers an actual thing? Yep. It is. It is. Oh, that's a. Yep. It is. They, they is. absorb the, the victims and their teeth pop up on the outside of them. It's weird. That sounds like something you might pay extra for in the back alleys. Maybe, maybe they have a different use for them. <laughs> it's like what Harland was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's with the mic just a minute ago. That's called the gibbering mouther, is what you call it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, one, we got to address how anti dentite his, uh, his entire thing was. But I think the one post I ever did to Reddit, it was from the Trump fucking Biden debate where I, I photoshopped in a gibbering mouther on top of Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and Reddit said, you can go now. And I'm like, but that was so good. It was so good. And you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Next on the mic. Oh, it was a very sudden stop to that conversation. It was weird. Okay. So I don't know. Um, I mean, to follow up the uh, Tory choking, Harlan stroking, Jamie noping. Here comes my bad joking. I am Jazz and I play Fate on the Gimme Loot podcast. Was that, was that a good one? The kid did it. Was that a good one? He did it. The kid did it. That's it. Did you turn into chance while we weren't looking? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Jazz is taking a nap in another room. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz left, and his chance came back with the do rag going. He just came back. It's a total fight club. Fucking chance is Tyler Durden <laughs> fucking fate right now. Wow. <laughs> I almost spit my Red Bull everywhere just now. And I am Anthony, who plays Baba Tunde. All right. Woo. Where we left off, you guys had uh, managed to get the car parked. Congratulations. And make your way onto the grounds of Yal Havar. After a short tour where Todd felt a, a stirring in his horns as he was attracted to the Omega, Omega, Omega fraternity, 
you guys eventually wound your way around before finding yourselves in the uh, Yalhavar yard in front of the towering, sweeping, elven Gothic architecture that makes up the original buildings that are the heart of Yalhavar, the registrar's office, the administration office, and a number of the core libraries. The Yalhavar registrar. <laughs> the Yalhavar <laughs> registrar in the Yalhavar yard. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Yeah, if you want to become a rural juror, <laughs> you're going to need to go study under Bob Blah Blah and get your law degree. Oh, Bob Blah Blah's Law Blah. Yeah, yeah. Blah Blah Blah. So that, that's where you guys find yourselves is standing in the front of the main building. Who's got the. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's open up with perception checks. It's a nat one for me. Mm. I got this. Boo. I don't have it. I don't have it for. Mm. Mm. It's a five. Oh, that's a rough start. 17. Fake out of 12. So yeah, Eldrin, it's appropriate because you're the one who probably has it. Uh, you feel a, a tingling at your hip and you look down and you can see the mm. pentahedron stabilizing shard compass jangling a belt on the, I, you know, Eldrin kind of feels like a cell phone holster guy. So we're going to say the, uh, the compass holster you fashioned and attached to your belt as it jangles in it and starts to not pull, but feels like it's leaning towards a large building, two buildings to the west of the center of campus that you're standing in. It's a four-story, broad, elven gothic building, completely gray marble with the occasional almost uh, like lightning expanse of, is it gold or, or you're not quite sure, streaking up through the veins of the marble on the columns that come down from the lintel above these massive double doors. And there's the low set of steps that go up about 15 steps, this broad, wide staircase, like, you know, like the entrance of a big public library, basically. You can tell this is a library of some sort that it's starting to pull you towards. There's these set of stairs that go up in between these two statues then these big columns and these double doors. And you can feel like the compass is starting to pull you towards that building. I point to the building and say, that away? <laughs> Fuck. Fate was going to go into the registrar's office because I need to try and find information on Salome. But then I look down at the thing and remember, oh yeah, there's also that whole impending world devastation thing. Fuck. All right, we'll 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 come back. So yeah, let's go handle that and then we'll be... I, sorry. We could probably get like a, a guidebook or a map or something in there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, oh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right, Eldrin. Um, let's uh, let's yeah, let's go over here. Let's figure that out first, and then uh, we'll we'll circle back. And but I've got to I've got to get back over here and find out where the hell he's at, or if somebody knows where he might be. So it was, it was only Eldrin. Give me a loose marching order when you guys get a point. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Anthony. No, I was just seeing who all got, felt the tug. I think it was just me. It was just Eldrin. See, we already have an intro. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 Ooh, boy. But thank you for trying. <laughs> Just Aldrin has it attached to his belt. At any point, somebody else wants to take the compass. They're welcome to, but nah, you can have it. Let the ranger navigate. Yes, makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. I guess marching order, I'd be towards the front here. You're the only one who knows where we're going right now. That makes sense. Yeah. I am walking stride for stride with Eldrin on the way to the library. So Eldrin fate. Where's everybody else at? Yeah, I'll be in the back. Casually strolling. Yes. I'm in the middle. Like they're like they're my security. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to not look like I'm with y'all. Mm. You know, <laughs> when your parents get on campus and you're like, I I'm not with them. Todd, <laughs> uh, trying to give you the the drop me off around the block mm -hmm. action. <laughs> Maury, where are you at? Mm, I see that that there's a map, and I don't want to <laughs> throw this into complete chaos. No, you guys aren't in the building yet. Yeah, yeah, that's for that's for later. Was it Maury still disguised as like somebody coming to lecture? Yes, I look like female fate. <laughs> 
I rolled a wisdom save for myself and I rolled a three. Okay. So, um, Maury is headed towards the frat house because <laughs> they were <laughs> intrigued and is going pretty fast in the direction of the frat house. Everybody give me perception checks real quick as Maury heads to not Greek row, but the wizard house section of the campus. Oh, shit. That is a 25 from Bubba. There you go, Bob. Oh, my God. I got a nine. I rolled a 12. This perception is not my thing. Okay. Fate. Mm. Also, wow. Um, nine. <laughs> you guys are starting off with some spectacular rolls. Get them out now. Get them out now. Uh, Baba, you notice Amori start to drift off, and Todd, you kind of glance up from your speaking stone, and nobody else notices. So, yeah, you guys see Mori starting to veer off and head away from you. <laughs> uh, Mori, where, where are you going? Um, th- that, I've never been to a, anywhere. <laughs> and that looks better than wherever you guys are going. <laughs> Probably is, but we kind of have to, we kind of have to go this other direction. We need, we need to stick together. <sighs> It does look cool. You are correct. You are correct. We'll come. We'll come back to it. We'll, you know, maybe afterwards we'll check it out. Okay. We're not gonna check it out. Todd, why don't you go ahead and give me a wisdom save too? Oh no! <laughs> As she starts to head that way and talks about how cool it looks, something stirs within you. Again, you hear that. Chicka, chicka. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Ooh, a 20. You are able to resist and pull it back. <laughs> Todd resisting peer pressure. We'll be back. <sighs> okay. Mari turns around, steps just sh- shy of, of um, a certain number of feet away from the group. <laughs> <laughs> so I will tell you guys, the way that this is going to work, when one of you goes past 250 feet of the group, because we are at a 250 foot distance now, it will trigger a synchronicity event. In the past, that was you all teleporting back to each other. Mm-hmm. But there is this new, slightly more chaotic element that's been introduced. And now I'm not talking about Mori. I'm talking about <laughs> what Ognum did to give you guys the ability to be further apart when he needed you to uh, during the evaluative derby. So mm-hmm. should anybody cross that threshold, we're going to roll a die. Somebody's going to roll. I'm going to decide high or low before you roll it. If you guys make the roll that I pick, you will teleport to each other. If you don't make the roll that I pick, it'll be body swap time again. The body swap has not gone away. It's not going to happen every single time. Oh, it's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. You either teleport back towards each other or you swap bodies in a somewhat chaotic fashion. Damn. We roll. And we see which happens. Wait, so... If one person gets too far away, we all body swap or just that person and someone else? That's the way it was before? Okay. As far as location of who teleports to where, it is now the closest proximity to Todd, Eldrin, and Fate. Like with Baba being stabilized, he no longer factors into the pull because you guys would basically teleport to the center point between Eldrin, Fate, and Todd. Uh, So we could triangulate now is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's it. If you don't roll body swap. If you roll body swap, no bets are off. Then you'll randomly swap bodies. It'll be randomly determined who gets in what body each time. Although this time there won't be six people in five bodies. It will be one for one. <laughs> Thank God. Be aware that you've got the option to be further apart if necessary. And should something come along and pull one of you further apart intentionally, be aware that that's a possible consequence as well. Mm. So I don't like the implication there. And it's just a 50 50 chance that that happens 
let's say 50 50 <laughs> sure can i get advantage on that roll if i have anything <laughs> and re- returning to bodies is just re-entering 250 feet range is that sure let's say that that's what happens yeah <laughs> oh boy oh, okay as of right now yes that's the case so you guys managed to uh sheepdog ah. uh maury back into the into the fold you guys are heading up the steps as you start to Put your first step on the stairs going up to the the one of the libraries, because this isn't the only library, this is one of the libraries. You hear a a gravelly grinding, and this marble scorpion tail comes whipping towards you and stops right at your neck. Oh shit. And you see now that those two statues that you might have been mistaken for lions at first glance are actually marble manticores. Oh. Ah, fuck. Mm. And the one closest to you now, as you've started to go up the steps, has animated and is whipped its tail around and is holding it up to your neck. You know, it looks over at you and goes, whoa, 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 buddy. Where, where do you think you're going? Which buddy? I am going to the library. <laughs> no, you're not a student. Sorry. This massive arcane knowledge behind me is for students only. We're touring the school, though. Can we not check it out? Like, clearly you need some education. So uh, let me illuminate you to what the term student means in this context. It means somebody who is enrolled in the university or has an explicit pass from one of the department heads granting them student rights. Mm. Do you have either of those things? Or you're supposed to go pick those up. Can I make one of those? I left it in my other pants. One at a time. Let's pretend it's a classroom. (laughs) Yeah. Can I make one of these up? We gotta go pick those up. (laughs) Aren't we with a lecturer? Fate's busy trying to think of a good lie. Left it in other pants. Todd is definitely about to lie. Sir, when you when you say that out loud, I can I can hear you. You know, (laughs) (laughs) isn't Maury disguised as a lecturer right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to pick up my credentials. Great. Then you can head over to the main registrar's building, right? Two buildings down. And I'm sure that you can Uh, arrange something. Yes. Excuse me, sir. I am an athlete that is on a college visit here. And I have, I do have this pass and I show him the look at me medallion. And I try to persuade him that that's good enough. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) The magic statue. You're going to... Okay. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Net 20. Come on. It sure fuck better be. (gasps) 30. What the fuck? (laughs) What in the actual hell? Wow. You're at advantage, too. So go ahead and roll it a second time. (laughs) How does that even make sense? 34. (laughs) <laughs> with the nat 20. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a nat 20. Yeah, see, there you go. So, nat 20. He squints his eyes down at you. Sir, are you insinuating that athletes on a college campus have special privileges that the normal student body don't? Because we all know they fucking do. Get on in there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this might work out. Your friends can't come in, though. Oh, but. Oh. That's not going to work. And this is when I look back at them and I give them the guns. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How big is the library? Is it 250 feet, Todd? <laughs> it's 150 feet from the manticore to the double doors. Mm. <laughs> that's not good at all. Yeah, that's not great. Um, Y'all need to get, I need to get through here, guys. Okay? You're going to be <laughs> not in your body, though. Uh, 
think like Lincoln Memorial, where you've got these broad sweeping stairs, almost like a plaza platform, 150 feet is probably a, a gross exaggeration. Let's say it's 75 feet from the front of the stairs across this broad plaza underneath this columned lintel into the double doors that would take you inside to what is very clearly a massive four-story mystical library. So if you don't think you're not going to hit 250 by the time you get to the um, the information desk, you're you're not doing the math here. As Todd goes in, can I round a corner behind a, some kind of shrub mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, turn into Todd? <laughs> Be like, whoo, got a little lost there. Here comes Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Give me first a stealth check because you're out in an open plaza. We're going to say more ducks around the edge of the stairs. Mm. Mm. That's an eight. But doesn't calculate for how tall she currently is in fate's form. (laughs) And so you see the manticore just turn its head slightly over. Stony scorpion tail still sitting pressed against fate's neck. And you hear it go, look, y'all, I just, if you just head over to the registrar's office, you might be able to get something worked out. I really don't want to have to sting this guy because, you know, look, it's not like normal manticore poison. It will petrify him. Uh, and uh, that, you know, that way, you know, there's a way for you to get him unpetrified. Mm. And it's kind of like we boot the cars. So it's, it's kind of like that. It's like a person booting. <laughs> but I really don't want to have to do that. He looks like he's very uncomfortable with the situation. Uh, yes. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. So I let your friend in. I'm sure he can go in, okay. hang out, wait for y'all while y'all go go wherever. Listen. listen. Um. Well, we are we are mostly. Listen. Listen. Uh, we'll just bring him with us. Uh, yeah. I, will, I met these guys on campus. They're cool guys. I'm going to walk away with them. But I'll be back in the library a little later, you know. Just see my way around. You're looking at a star athlete, five star guy, five star. Yeah, no, man, I get it. I get it. You clearly have a bright future. Uh, have you have you pledged yet? Because you got Omega, Omega, Omega written all over you. But I'll be honest with you, you're gonna hurt your campus cred a little bit hanging out with. Um, I'm sure. Would you say your name was? And he, he kind of shoves you a little bit with the tail. Fate. Uh, uh, fate. <laughs> fate. Yeah. Like uh, maybe this is a whole like breakfast club thing you've, you're trying to go forth there, pal. But this is not. Um, <laughs> uh, this would not be the squad that I think you. Would, I would see you normally with. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But uh, you dance with the person you brought. You can you brought with, right? Oh my god, he needs guys because he's dumb as a beggar. Am I? Am I? Am I allowed to safely back away yet? <laughs> yeah, no. You you could have backed away at any time. Like he didn't have it. His tail wrapped around you. He just pushed. Like he was just kind of moving it whenever you tried to push forward. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, but like typically when you've got like a blade against your skin, you don't move a whole lot because people get twitchy. So like, you know. <laughs> well, do you typically have a magical fucking stone manticore stinger against your throat? Because I think this is kind of a unique situation. The, uh, yeah, unique situation. Don't know how to <laughs> proceed. No, no, yeah, you can back away. Yeah, all right, all right, okay, all right, all right. All right. So fate, fate tips toes away and then like runs as far as fast as he can to the back of the formation. I uh, I walked down the stairs, a whole way gloating that I got in and they couldn't. <laughs> well, then do some gloating, dude. <laughs> nana, nana, boo, boo. <laughs> Look at me, guys. Not you. Ah, ha, 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 ha. You're trash. <laughs> wow. You hear that's some weak trash talk, my man. You're going to need to practice that to be on the field. Uh, why didn't you do your whole uh, go into the other realm, sir, and then do some magical things? I'm talking to you, Eldred. I didn't. I didn't want to. Hey. What about the rest of us? Hey, Todd. You could bring three people, can't you? No. What sport do you play? I thought you could bring three. What position? Huh? In this in this sport. All of them. This popular sport on campus. All of them. All of them. 
It's, I, I, play, I play all the sports. Ah. I'm a, a three sport athlete. You name the sports, I play them, but only three of them. You can only name three of the sports that I, that I play. Those three sports. <laughs> those first three sports. Usually, track and field is one of them. That's I'm, one. I'm, I'm a runner. That's one. I'm a track star. Okay. Yes. <laughs> He's a he's a runner. He's a track star. <laughs> That's what he said. He's a driver. He's a winner. <laughs> Things are gonna change. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So you guys make your way back over to the first building. I tried to get you to go into and uh, <laughs> and make your way in to the the registrar's office. You you actually walk in and it's like you're walking in at ground level. But you walk into this raised balcony that's kind of open to this medium-sized, almost lecture hall, but not quite more of an amphitheater. I don't know if anybody's ever seen, um, I hope you've seen the inside of any kind of legislative body like Congress or the Senate where you've got the speaker's platform up at the front and then a row of tables and chairs facing inward. And it's very much got that, not a lecture hall vibe, but more of a raucous parliament vibe. As a number of wizards or as some kind of meeting seems to be to be going on. So right as you guys roll up, you're not really able to make your way deeper into the building because the two side doors that would pass off of the balcony deeper into the building are currently locked with a sign that says a session in progress. And you guys are standing there and you can hear some some vigorous debate going on back and forth. There is a call for a vote for the assignment of additional resources to expand professor salaries and research grants. That gets tabled to be voted upon later. So there's a round of everybody in favor of voting on this later. Aye. Everybody opposed to voting on this later? <laughs> Nay. Uh, there's this back and forth debate on whether or not they should actually be having this conversation now or if this is a vote for a later date. And they settle on voting to vote on it at a later time. <laughs> uh, it's immediately followed by a a unanimous decision to renew funding in the wizard ball team. <laughs> Yahavar has a extremely, extremely uh, famous wizard ball team, Todd. Even you, who do not care for the academic lifestyle, would be familiar with Yahavar's wizard ball. Wizard rugby? No, no that's too tough for wizards. Wizard ball <laughs> team. Yeah, like Quidditch. Yeah, they seem like a bunch of Quidditch players, but not quite. There's a quick referral to the committee for the deliberation of committee assignments pending the recommendation of the scheduling committee upon the approval of the conference space assignment board with respect to the Sandwich Caucus who currently hold the floor on the secondary debate amphitheater regarding the latest round of voting for midday lunch options. What the f- Fuck. That is passed, and they begin to file out of the building, and you can hear the side doors pop open, and the little sign that said session in progress disappears. You can uh, head over to either direction, left or right at this point. Can I watch that dissipate and the, watch the people leave, and I'm looking for someone that looks important and trying to trying to see if I can catch, like, basically somebody to, to disguise myself as that could have some sort of authority yeah yeah for sure gotta look at the shoes gotta look at the shoes is that todd giving the help option that feels like todd giving the help option (laughs) (laughs) so i will say either a arcana check to see who has the fanciest robes or a perception check just to kind of get a vibe for who seems to be getting the most deference who's got the nicest looking shoes yeah who's got the nicest looking shoes and you can do it at advantage because of todd's advice let's do arcana oh that's a nat 20 which makes the 24. Mm. Get them all out now. Get all the good rolls out now. Get all the bad rolls out earlier. You're getting all your good rolls out now. We'll be back to bad rolls when it matters. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking for the best shoes so I can ask him where he got his shoes. And that is all. We move on. <laughs> so you, you notice that the, the a deliberative party seems to be broken up into sections. The individual departments within the college all have their positions. 
Um, you do notice that there is one department that doesn't seem to have a department head. Each department head has a stole over their robes. They're all wearing, you know, uh, very traditional wizard robes and the Yalhavar colors. Which are? They're Yalhavar blue, Jazz. Yalhavar blue robes with a green stole with teal piping around the edge of it and yellow runes down it that describe which department they are the head of in magic lettering. And they all file out. So yes, you can grok one of them. Tori. And, and I will say with your nat 20, you can even read the runes that are this this older arcane dialect of Elvish. Hell yeah. You're not sh- sure. Do you even speak Elvish? I speak primordial if it's that old. <laughs> it's not that old, but you do somehow manage to understand these runes. Something keys in you and you feel your form grow ears and they start to almost sharpen up to a tip. And as they do, these runes that are scrolling down the front of these stoles start to take shape into letters that you somewhat instinctively understand, and you're able to pick out all the individual departments. So as you do that, what department head would Maury pick? Illusion. Illusion. Mm -hmm. So there's practical illusion, there's theoretical illusion, there's social illusion. As you look down there, it's not just the schools of magic. Mm -hmm. Because remember, Yalvar isn't just about coming and learning how to enchant people or how to cast evocation spells. It's about all the different ways magic can be applied to an individual profession. So there are people here who have no intentions of being wizards, but do come to study illusion so they can put on better stage plays. That kind of thing. They, you know, they come up and they pick basically in game terms, like one level in mage before they pursue their actual career. Yahavar isn't just about the study and experimentation and the, and the vast, the massive reserves of, of arcane knowledge. It's also about the application of magic across every possible profession to the perfection of that profession in Yahavar's opinion. So what kind of illusion would Mari key in on? Mm, hmm. uh, I think straightforward. Like theoretical? Actually, maybe I think Maury's looking for something that's like, they're thinking, I'm going to be changing into this person. Illusion helps by running into an issue with like, you're using this magic to, I was like, well, that's what the school I'm from. This is what we do. <laughs> so <laughs> Social illusion then. <laughs> yeah, social illusion. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, super quick announcements this week. Still working on lining up the guest quest, so a couple more Hunter's Parties in your futures on the off-week content. We stream Mondays, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And now, for the last couple of weeks and for the foreseeable future, I'm going to be running a boozy Baldur's Gate 3 roleplay stream shooting for Friday evenings. It's played out to be Saturday recently. That's a later night stream. Won't even start until 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, most cases. So if you're a night owl, you're at home, and you want to see me get a little tipsy and walk five feet in the game and then talk about the show and books and really anything about anything else, be sure to head over to twitch.tv slash gmdlcast. Give us a follow. That way you'll get the notifications when we go live, whether it's Monday, Friday, or any time in between. And another incredibly easy way to get notifications of what's going on is to join our Discord. Link in the show notes below. What's in there? Besides the great people who support the show and have have gathered around us as a community, all kinds of opportunities to learn additional backstory on the characters and influence the show. And you know what? 3D printing time-lapse camera feeds, because why not? 
fuck it. I'm messing around with some streaming stuff on 3D printing and we'll be experimenting with that. So if you want to watch the grass grow or watch me grow a schmebulock out of melted plastic, it'll be there. Plus resin printing is on the way. And hey, while you're down there in the show notes, clicking on that Discord link, go ahead, head over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment and, you know, give us the rating, the reviewing, the subscribing, a little slap and a tickle. God damn it. So close. So close. Uh, Look, it really absolutely does help our show grow and let everybody know that we're important and we desperately crave that validation. So, yeah, get out there, do that. Social medias are kind of a mess right now for everybody, but us especially. So we're on Blue Sky, we're on Threads, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, Facebook, at GMDLCast, but we are still working out which one of those channels we want to communicate through most consistently. So really, we're recommending you join the Discord more than anything else. Cool. That's going to do it for the announcements. Let's get back to the show. The application of illusory magic in social situations. Yes, social illusion applies to a, a number of different fields. So, okay. So, Maury uh, shapes uh, their self into a aloof six foot four male elf wizard wearing the stole of the department head. So, are you guys heading to the right or to the left? Uh, to the right. You guys branch off to the right and the, the balcony looking down and it's, you know, it's got about 30, 40 foot drop down into that uh, deliberative body, uh, winds around the perimeter of that Senate as it gets to the kind of the east and west side of the building. And you can see across it, it does the same thing on the upper side. It, it opens up to a broader hall and you have this interior colonnade walkway that leads down to information desk where there is a rather bored elf leaning over their speaking stone, thumbing through their feed. You can see about eight doors on each side of the hall, um, and then that one bored-looking female elf scrolling through her speaking stone. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, um, ma'am, could you uh, provide us some assistance? Yeah, that's that's what I'm here for. It's an information desk. What, what can I do for you? Um, well, a, a number of things, perhaps. Um, we are needing um, uh, um, uh, access to the, uh, the to the libraries, which I'm being told is um, a, a reserved for students and students only. Um, um, also, I am trying to find some information on a man who either is maybe part of the um, uh, 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 the staff or um, faculty here. Okay, like that guy that's in that thing that one time. I don't. Yeah, that you know the movie with the guy or that you know that that song that they play. I don't. Can you be even just like a skosh more specific, bud? Do you know Salome? I can't say the name rings any bells. Hang on just a second. And you see her reach out from underneath the desk and pull out a scroll. It's two brass scroll tubes that as she rolls it out, the shimmering sheet appears to connect the two portions of the scroll tube that she then turns. And as she does, that doesn't actually move paper or vellum from one side of the scroll case to the other. It actually just causes these shimmering letters to stream down in between the two tubes. And she goes, no, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing that name anywhere on faculty directory or administrative directory. Is that, did you have, a, did you have an appointment with him? Um, uh, I believe he's expecting me. Yes. And okay. Do you, do you know what department he works in? Uh, financial aid. We don't have financial aid at Yalhavar, sir. If you can't afford to come here, <laughs> then you're just not, not Yalhavar material. Burp boy. Um, surely you have some form of a, maybe a scholarship program or something that uh, people have used to, uh, um, finance their way into the institution? Yeah, it's called privilege. The privileged come to this institution. 
I'm sorry. And she reaches underneath the desk and she pulls out like a little tiny scroll. Would you like to take a pamphlet and learn a little bit more about the university? Because this may be the first time that you're familiarizing yourself with it. Uh You know, I... Maury's going to sweep forward and be like, oh, Fate, you did so good. I'm I'm so sorry. My student here, my apprentice, um, this was a, a bit of a, of a role play exercise that we do in the, the school of illusion, as you, as you know, um, didn't quite go as well as I'd hoped. But if you could just get me, uh, I need some, I need five student passes for the library. See, uh, obviously a bit more learning needs to happen here. The student narrows her eyes a little bit. Quickly. And then waves her hand and the illusion that is, is cloaking Maury's form just sweeps away like a, like a puff of (laughs) dust. And (gasps) were you one of my students? Here, let me give you a scroll too, because as the foremost college for wizardry on the continent, you might be surprised to learn that we know a fucking basic level illusion when we see one. Mm, level one spells, you gotta get, gotta go a little harder. You gotta come a little harder. Look, Mary, that's a particularly lovely hat of disguise. I get it. Um, I minored in social illusion in my first year, so appreciate the effort. Although, let me tell you, I don't think I've ever met anybody like you before. Uh, you are fascinating. She leans in kind of interested. Is this a um, is this a condition or is this really you? <laughs> are you jellied into a fate mold still or what's going on? Like a jello mold of fate? I think having been the aloof 6'4", I think it's kind of because Maurice typically a, a thick 5'4", so I think they're still in like a 6'4 height and just kind of a flubber slender man kind of. Horrifying, but yes, okay. But but yeah, yes. but then does like a, a, a cool lean <laughs> on the edge and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm making a friend here. I'm like, yeah. Okay, well, first of all, sleight of hand or acrobatics check for that cool lean. Let's see how cool it really is. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we'll see. Slide of pseudopod. Eek. Oof. That was a. I'm sorry, this what? That was a. That was a seven. That was a cool seven. <laughs> Three on the die. So Maury, I don't think is is slimy. There is some viscosity to her form, and I think uh, in an absent-minded moment, <laughs> being snapped out of that of, of out of her own will, <laughs> out of their will, puts the pseudopod down, and then goes to lean on it, and then just kind of absorbs it into herself. So now it's like they're at a forty-five degree angle on the desk. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Wow, okay. So y'all are together then, I very clearly. So can I help y'all with something that won't require me to ask you to leave? Um, we can we get some visitors passes to the library? Student pass, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you wanted to become a student, you would need to enroll and pass the exam, and she glances over at fate and pay the tuition. Or if you got a pass from a department head, and she looks over at Maury, an actual one, you would be able to get into the library. I can't give you one. Um, would you be able to point us in the direction of a department head? So, again, Yahavar, the center of all magical learning and education in Normir, you're asking if whether or not one of the department heads of this uh, hallowed institution would, would take time out of their day to give five 
while lovely strangers, uh, just unfettered access to a unfathomably deep well of power and knowledge. Is is that the question? That's that's what the lion with the scorpion tail told us. Okay. Yeah, he's a statue. He's a little thick. <laughs> yeah, he was. But he was not caked up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to a duckies? Of, of course I've been to a duckies. So a ducky shirt and a hat wouldn't do anything to sway you? <laughs> oh, bribery. Oh, we, we, we've gone to bribery already? <laughs> Maury's just looking for things that they've got on them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it being Maury kind of bubbles up to it, ploops onto her head. Do it, is that, were those inside you? No. I, um. Can, can you point me to the athletic director? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fast. Chaos. There's got to be athletic department on, on campus, right? You've got a very big wizard ball team. I know you're looking for players. Can you point me to the athletic director, maybe? Well, again, you would need to be a student first. Not for recruiting. I, I, I'm, you have a, a willing recruit on campus who would like to see if this is where he would like to entertain his college career. You're a little old, sir, I think. <laughs> whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, you're starting to show just a little bit of age there. I mean, I'm, I hate to be rude. but Listen, you don't lose your amateur status until you've gone professional. Age does not matter. Oh, okay. All right, Scott Bakula, I hear you. It's nothing but the number. <laughs> 30-year-old freshman, got it. <laughs> Look, I, I can't think of a single... and. She pauses just for a second. Insight checks. <laughs> I can't think of a single department head that would really give you guys the time of the day. I'm sorry. 19 on my insight check. 16. Ooh, 21. 17. We all know she's full of shit. Mm, <laughs> except for Fate, because Fate got a 12. <laughs> <laughs> she knows somebody. <laughs> Fate gets a 12. <laughs> but you do think there might be something to that pause. Why'd you pause? <laughs> <laughs> I just go straight out and ask. <laughs> I feel like you're not. There's something you're not telling us because of the way you kind of paused. Well, well, look, there is one department that currently doesn't have a department head. They're in a little bit of a. <gasps> They're hiring. So yeah, I was about to say is it a job job wanted, posted. It's a little bit of a situation. The two people that are currently in contention for the department chair would probably be able to explain it. It's the head of our Regency era studies program and multicultural and magical history. I tell you what, and she does pulls out another little third scroll that's a, a little bit like a campus map, but, but shows a building located in the second ring. That's the Regency era and uh, multicultural administrative building out in West Campus. If you head over that way, in fact, she looks at her watch. It's fucking wizard school. They have watches. I'm pretty sure both of them are still locked in office hours right now. I'm sure you could probably go have a conversation with them. And like I said, they've got a little bit of a situation. Maybe they, you can help them resolve that and end that somewhat contentious competition over the department chair. And that would, one, help me because right now everything is deadlocked. They've been trying to vote on what kind of fucking sandwich to eat for lunch forever. And we don't get to take breaks until they eat lunch. So... Uh, needless to say, it would benefit all of us TAs to get this deadlock situation taken care of. So um, that's definitely something that would benefit me, something that would benefit you, because you probably can help these people get their conflict resolved. And I'm sure as a reward, they would be happy to give you like a, like a pass or a pat on the head, or at least a, at least a Yalhavar hoodie. 
Did you say they're just trying to vote on a sandwich to eat? Is that, is that the conflict? Well, no, they're trying to vote to move the discussion of what should be had from lunch out of committee oh. into secondary debate. But currently, the secondary debate stage is being held up by the brunch planning committee for next Tuesday. Oh, boy. And until they're voted to vacate that room, they can't even begin to have the discussion as to whether or not it's even a day for sandwiches or if we're really more into like a falafel territory at this point. Mm. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's been a long couple of weeks. Bureaucracy upon bureaucracy upon bureaucracy. Yeah. Ma'am, might I, um, and Fate goes and starts digging into his, uh, his pack and pulls out some, uh, some, some, uh, leftover like duckies jerky. Yeah. Just, just as a, as a offering of, uh, kindness for your, for your assistance. Thank you. And just leaves her a snack as he can tell like she's like cranky, hungry. She's hangry. Thank, thank you. Sir, please take your meat with you. <laughs> no? Okay. All right. You just don't put your meat on the table, sir. You know, sometimes you just got to put it in the face and let them know what you're about. That is an HR violation. What about my jerky? I got jerky also. Slurp said. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was inside you. <laughs> you made a slurping noise when you extruded that. <laughs> So if you could just reconstitute that into your form and, you know, get on out of here, I could go back to my day. I also have this, a photo of young fate eating spaghetti, <laughs> but you can't have that one. Why, why do you? You see her snap a picture of the, of it with the speaking stone. She goes, that's one for the gram. <laughs> fate snatches it away. More, why do you have this? No. <laughs> it's, it's back. Is it possible for Faith to like reach in there and get it? Like, it's like he he probes. Oh, that's. Oh no 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 no, sir. You you can try. <laughs> it just it is getting memed all over campus right now. <laughs> oh. Young pasta elf is the new hot meme on campus. Exactly thirty seconds later. <laughs> oh no. So hey fans, uh, we will find a picture of Young Jazz and we will post it in the Discord, and you guys can Photoshop him into elfin eating spaghetti situations. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. I see your face. Don't you dare. Oh, please do. Please fucking do. Please fucking do. <laughs> oh, Jazz. Apparently, apparently, Anthony has a picture of Jazz. <laughs> Anthony, I think, is about to piss himself. <laughs> that he just can't. He, he, he never was sure. <laughs> 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 Please fucking do. He has an amazing picture. Of Jazz that he, and Jazz knows it. <laughs> I just sent it to him like a week ago. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to drive to Dallas. I'm going to come to Dallas and whoop your ass. <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh, man, uh, we got to make that happen. You guys head back out. Yes. I'm assuming you guys are heading towards that building or is there something else you all want to do? Yeah. 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 yeah let's go. Yeah. I, I do want to ask though real quick, just an out of character. Did we just get sent to the, um, to the African-American studies building? <laughs> was it the registrar's office? If I was listening to the context of like the building, like the, the, the department heads are trying to get set up. I mean, I wasn't making it explicitly that, but you have now. The, the culture department. 
the multicultural and multicultural. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Just making sure. All right. Let's go. Is it underfunded, understaffed department? <laughs> that, yeah. The, yeah. The, you, okay, see, Tori's with me. Don't get ahead of the descriptions. I'll see where this is going. Don't get ahead of the descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys meander your way through the administrative office, uh, heading further and further west in the campus. And as you do, you know, they go from the the broader, larger, I mean, look, the evocation school is the, one of the showier schools of wizardry. So all the associated programs with evocation, whether it's applied evocation, whether it's combat evocation, whether it's evocation and market dynamics, I don't know, whatever business school fireballs would be. <laughs> those school, those are, are really closer into the ring and flashy as fuck. And as you get further and further back, the buildings get a little bit smaller, not less cared for. I mean, after all, this is still, yeah, Havar, but they do get smaller and smaller in size. And the, the building you eventually come to is really right at the edge of West Campus and then kind of the residential. The, the Yahavar Yard is the center where all the, the, like the, the registrar's office and all the, the actual dean of the campus and all those offices are at, surrounded by all the libraries. Then the second ring is where the offices of each department head and the, the sub-colleges of the specific departments are. And then the third ring is individual classrooms and then actually the fraternity row and smaller basic first year, second year classrooms. And, and you're right at the edge of that second ring, or almost would be going into the third. And there's like a, a you know, it's almost like a tiny little castle. It's got just a single door, one thick tower that rises up out of a squat two-story building. You guys proceed through the door, walk down a short hallway, and there's a set of double doors with a little glass window on it. And you can see that somebody has started to stencil in Dr. M. Relguck. And it's been scraped off and then somebody stenciled it in again and it's been scraped off and then somebody stenciled it in again and it's been scraped off on the left door. And on the right door, somebody has stenciled in Dr. Fafo and it's been scraped out and then Dr. Fafo and then it's been scraped off and then Dr. Fafo and it's been scraped off. As if somebody keeps assigning this office to somebody and somebody else keeps coming along and scraping off their name to unassign it to them. But weirdly enough, one on each side of the door. And you guys walk through and... There's two individual offices, like right as you walk through the doors, and then it opens up to a larger, almost like a conference room, almost like an audience chamber. At the far end, directly facing you as you walk in on a raised platform is this ornate, calling it a throne would be inappropriate because it's it's not like covered in gold leaf or anything like that. It is a above average size chair that has this high back that comes to a peak that has the symbol of the College of uh, Regency and Multicultural Studies. If you were sitting in here, you would be passing down judgment or giving guidance or issuing acceptance to a, a student that came to it. It's not really what would be used for like office hours. There's two little small offices to the right and left that do that. And in front of it, locked in this, anybody who can cast spells, give me a quick arcana or religion check. Mm. I keep getting close to that crit. Or fake out of 16. Dirty 20. Uh, boy. Not good. And not good. 13. Baba got a four. Baba's just learned how to cast spells recently. What did the Eldrin get? I'm sorry. 13. All right. So everybody other than Todd. Todd. <laughs> no, Todd. Todd's supposed to roll. He can cast. He can cast. Hellish Rebuke is it? Hellish Rebuke. Yeah. Hellish Rebuke. There is Pentahedron. His are more ab- like abilities. That's, uh, yeah. It's That's not like a learned spell. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. You guys are all have got magical abilities, but this is <laughs> this is something like a little bit deeper than that. Okay. But in front of you, to the right of the chair, a well-educated ten foot eight 
Firbolg woman mm-hmm. wearing this shockingly white high-waisted gown that is buttoned up with these very bright, bright, bright Yalhavar blue buttons that run down the front of it with these glowing arcane symbols embossed under the buttons. On top of that, she's wearing a uh, almost like a overcoat or a coat dress. Basically, a high-waisted, uh, as high-waisted as her dress, and it's trimmed with some kind of fur. The overdress runs the entire length uh, from shoulder to toe, is the Yahavar blue. So it's a, a contrast to kind of that shocking high-waisted white dress that she's wearing. Got a hat with a, a scarf that comes down and ties underneath her chin, and then a shawl draped over her shoulders. Hands clasped together in front of her, fingers forming a triangle as if it was almost a power-focusing move, eyes firmly shut, this aura to everybody other than Todd of just intense magical concentration radiating off her in waves that seems to funnel down into an oppositional point against the figure to the left of the the department chair, which is this halfling, which is sitting in a lotus position, dressed in a a more complicated set of, of wizard's robes than the um, Firbolg is wearing, but uh, she is seated in the lotus position, floating up in the air, so where her head is at the same level of the uh, of the Firbolgs, despite being one-third of her size, and around her, these three masks that are reminiscent of the tribal elven masks that you saw in Sama are spinning around her, facing outward in this slow orbiting rotation around her form. And again, there's this this intense feeling of magical concentration w- rolling off of her, funneling down to a point, and then pushing against like these these two tidal forces uh, locked against each other, pushing back and forth. Uh, and neither one of them move or say anything, and there's just this of magic in the air as these two figures are standing there, and it seem to be pushing against each other with all of the arcane might that they can muster. Should we inter- interrupt them? I'm hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Both of the the figures' eyes snap open. Hello! (laughs) The halflings glowing this radiant, radiant yellow. The furbolgs glowing this deep oceanic blue. And let's do this. Everybody roll a d20 for me real quick. No bonuses, just flat d20 roll. Looking for odds and evens. 11. 10. 10. I'm even. 18. All right, so uh, Eldrin's an odd. Todd's an even. Maury's an even. Bob is an even. Jazz is forgetting how to roll. That's an even. Even. Eight. I'm the cool one, is what you're saying. No. No. All right. So the evens hear in their head a low, rumbling, mental projection of the Furbolg's voice. What do you want? And Eldrin, you hear the totally opposite sound of the halfling's voice being projected into your head. Yeah. Well, what are you doing here? What can I do for you? Uh, is there a job opening? Is this a, a job posting? I t- was told was told that we we can, we can get free passes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Excuse us. Um, we were we were uh, we were told to come here to seek um, seek assistance from the department heads. Um, we are seeking a possible uh, entry to the school here, uh, wanting to become students and then maybe to gain some learning from the knowledge hidden within the library. We are not the department heads. Um, so we've been made aware. Um, we were told that we might be able to provide some assistance in rectifying said issue. Interesting. Yeah, Eldrin, you hear in your head. Yeah, so um, what what are you doing? Uh, 
you know, just uh um well this is hey, you 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 don't uh buddy yeah, Aldrin is the only one who rolled odds. So um <laughs> Yeah, my fault. Yeah, my fault, my fault, my fault. Yeah, yeah. My fault. But the fuck I, I mean I know you guys apparently have seem to have some kind of psychic link that you could have turned on, but you haven't yet. <laughs> so these conversations are happening separate. Uh heard that you guys uh have a little bit of a problem with your uh ability to 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 figure out who the department is, is here and thought maybe we could help you with that in return for some assistance uh, getting it passed into your library. Interesting. And I'm sorry, what was that, Fate? Were you responding to the... the- I have lost my train of thought now. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> what what is it that you wanted? Um, we... Everybody else hearing this? Oh, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. I'm, I've been answering it, too. I mean, we, we want the... Okay. We want the passes. The, the- it's very bassy. I'm sorry, what? We're not, we're not going to suffer hearing loss from this, are we? No, not even a slightly little bit. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um... You're not even hearing this. This is a mental projection. So we were told you have a problem, um, and we're the problem solvers. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> is there somebody else I could talk to in this mental plane? <laughs> yes, yes. So I have a question. Um, with, this is the uh, the um, uh, the Department of Multicultural Magical. Um, uh, what, what was it again? You weren't even listening. See, you, you that, that's a way to show respect. You, you should have read the sign. I, 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 it's a lot of words. You should have read. Should have read the sign on the building. Fate. Oh my god. Way to show respect, man. Way to take some notes there, Fate. Should have read should have should have should have Jesus Christ. Don't it's a lot of words. Should have read the sign on the building, Fate. Regency studies and multicultural magical history. Oh, that's a lot. Oh, that's a lot. So, th- as this being the uh, the Department of Multicultural Magical Histories, I thought that we, as a group, uh, might be able to a uh, provide a pretty solid uh, case study for you, and also b um, we really would like to get into the library. So, um, what if I showed you this? And I light up my uh, <laughs> I, I try to channel my um, the the light dick. Oh come on, man! Oh no, 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 no! Is <laughs> it showing this? Whoa! Yikes! Whoa! <laughs> Are you just flashing the light dick? <laughs> the bat signal? Oh no! No, sir. When have dick pics ever solved any situation, Faith? <laughs> I'm not doing the dick flashing, Jesus. Lopabi <laughs> is gonna be very confused. Yeah, she she was very pissed off the last time. She, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm gonna try and channel my pentahedral ability so I know all the languages and I just start rattling off the explanation of like what's going on with this in relation to our current link, but switching language like every other turn, like every other word or two. And then, like, explaining our link to them in, like, the most unnecessary amount of detail. Okay, so you're a show-off. I get it. <laughs> I think you might be able to do something. And, Eldrin, you here, because uh, it's simpler to explain this in the high-pitched voice. Um, yeah, so, I, I tell you what. I've been stuck in this contest to figure out who's going to be our department chair for, uh, for weeks. And uh, there is uh, something that uh, you might be able to do to help me out. So they both explain to you in completely different and unique voices that there is a party. P-A-R-T-Y, because I got to. No, that kind of party? No. It's more that eyes wide shut party. Oh, oh hey. Oh. That is. That's a fishbowl. A fishbowl party? Very different. No. No? 
you know, some of these smaller colleges have to entertain foreign dignitaries occasionally to get additional funding. A big chunk of the funding always goes to the wizard ball team. So there's a little bit of a competition sometimes for prestige or to get other alums to donate to them. Um, right now, there's a foreign dignitary visiting, a Yergish arch wizard is uh, visiting from overseas. And there is a mixer held by a couple of different societies that are trying to woo his favor. You know, most of the traditional elven houses tend to donate either to the business school because it's seen as a better investment than supporting a more esoteric school of magic, despite the fact that uh, applied magic people tend to earn just as much as artistic magic people and ultimately have less of an impact on the world. So basically, the Association of Sovereign Sorcerers is competing with the wizards analyzing new cantrips for the attention of the visiting dignitary by hosting this huge party at one of the central houses. Yurgish academics get swords when they reach archmage status. It doesn't really do anything spectacular other than really look badass for its magic. Uh, basically, they get awarded a sword when they achieve archmage level. They are hosting a huge dinner with this Yurgish archmage in attendance. They'll have their ceremonial sword on them. What they want you to do is to sneak over, infiltrate the chapter house where the party is being held, and steal that Yurgish academic sword and bring it back to uh, one of the two of them. And once one of the two of them have that sword, they are very confident that that will allow them to resolve this whole department chair situation. And they pledge that, you know, whichever one you take care of will be more than happy to give you a, a day pass into the library. It's like stealing a mascot. Okay. Is, 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 the, is the threat of death? I think I saw this in a film. Is the threat of death looming if we do this? Stealing an archmage's sword is not likely to earn you their favor, so I would recommend you be discreet. So it's not like stealing the mascot from another school where you just get a slap on the wrist? Double secret probation? No. Death is there? Okay. Well, they may not kill you, but imprisonment might be an option. Or they could turn you into a goat. Um. And can we not use magic? I don't care how you do it. I mean, would you recommend considering this is an arch... Mage. Well, this is what I can do. And the, uh, they both snap their fingers in unison, and two scrolls float over, one landing in your hand, Eldrin. The other one floats in front of you, Mori, and then unfurls. It's got the layout of the chapter house. Heist! Exactly. Welcome to heist planning mode. <laughs> and this is why I didn't give a shit whether or not you guys saw the map at the beginning of this, because you guys have the full layout of the building if you would look at roll 20 now. <laughs> that is the chapter house that you guys will be infiltrating. One thing it does not have is the position of any of the people who might be in the house, um, but it does give you an overall layout of the house. There's the central main dining hall. There's one primary entry into the building, a big stone foyer, and then three separate libraries, uh, one small laboratory in the southeastern corner, a large study that will be converted to kind of a dance floor situation, and then a number of smaller areas that will be more set up to you know mingle and, and kind of hang out a little bit, and then the primary dining hall where, uh, where everyone will congregate to sit down and, and have the meal prior to the Yurgish Archmage giving their speech. In the northwest corner of the building is the kitchen pantry, which have those black and white tiled floors. And that squared tile pattern is, is a hallway. And then the other black and white checkered are the two bathrooms. I do, I do have one more question. Yes. What, for this mission, what is an acceptable loss of life count? We do, well, don't kill anybody. Let me just put it that oh. way. Oh, oh, okay. Thank you. If, if you're caught, we won't acknowledge that we know you. Mm. Mm. Fate's a snitch. He'll just tell. 
So just you know that just know that the halfling in your head, Eldrin goes, "Is that cool? Are, are you uh, you cool with um? You go with that? You think you can manage that there, Slick? Yeah, I I got it. Not a problem. A- any any questions in this voice? <laughs> any uh, tips on a good entry point for this place? Um, I'm I'm a wizard. I would say the front door. Oh man. Okay. Do you know any um anybody who I I mean I don't want to call him a thief because that's reductive. But do you know anybody who might be familiar with the more stealthy arts? Yeah, I know a guy. I know a guy. He's a uh, he's a little. I don't want to know. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> the less I know, the better. Sure. The less I know, the better. <laughs> I can give you the layout. I can give you the timeline. The party starts at seven. Guests will mingle for about an hour and a half. Dinner officially starts at eight thirty p.m. And then everyone is expected to be out of the house by midnight. So that gives us. Uh... About five hours from start to finish. Okay, good. Great. Something like that. Yep. Uh, any any questions to the rest of you? I, I do have one question. Do you need an invitation? She snaps her fingers and four invitations flutter out. The halfling then snaps their fingers and a invitation flutters over to Eldrin. Taken care of. Sweet. And I do have one question. Yes. So in the... In, in the event that we do uh, manage to successfully retrieve this sword and bring it back here, um, what is it that makes me return this sword to you instead of your uh, compatriot here? There, that's nothing. That's entirely your decision. Give me a quick insight check, Fate. All right. Uh, that's an 11. Mm. How would you run this department different than your friend here? I'm a scholar and critic who wants to understand media experiences from readers and audiences past, present, and future. Mm. Like necromancing? That kind of past? No. <laughs> like the dead? Not, oh, good, not the dead, all right. Pick a number between one and ten. Nine. Okay. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I was saying no. I'm not playing your games. <laughs> Either go get the sword and bring it back, or don't. <laughs> nope, nine. I, I wrote it down for nine. Nine. <laughs> nine. Mm. Nine. Very interesting. Very interesting. You you know all the languages, but you didn't know German. That's the way you know. <laughs> Fantasy German? She didn't speak Elvish. There was just something that triggered that allowed her to understand that language for a moment. Jazz is the one speaking all the languages, apparently. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I choose to interpret that as nine. The number. And I have previously decided how I'm going to choose between the both of you when it comes down to it to return the sword. And I will not release that information to you now. It will be a surprise. This will be fun. Goodbye. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do any of the rest of you need anything? Um, wait, wait, wait. What are you giving? Is, you, is there something I, I, I can get? Does anybody else have any other questions? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you don't. Do you have any magical items to give us to help us? Yes. No. Like, like a cloak of invisibility. I've seen this movie where there was this cloak. No. Oh, that would really help. <laughs> no. Mm. We don't talk about that bitch. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say lich? Yeah. I've heard. I've heard of the, that that lich that wrote that series of. No, I said bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's another word I would use, but it'd be even more inappropriate. So, oh no! <laughs> uh, Any, anything else I can do for y'all? Seems like we we're doing a whole lot for you by helping you get funding for your department for four, for four passes. I'm just I'm just saying. Oh, for fuck's sake, Todd! 
<laughs> really wants the the quid quo pro there. Uh, I'm just saying. Seems like a lot for just some passes to get to the library. <laughs> you see that? Like they go over to you and like, "You cool, right? You're good. You understand the whole the whole transaction here." Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. You get the sword, we get the passes. Got it. That yep, that works for me. How about we give you the sword and we get honorary doctorates? <laughs> Everybody give me a quick intelligence saving throw. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Come on, roll good for once. No. That's a 14. Oh, does it crit? Does a net 20? <laughs> oh man. You need a 20 or higher to save. <laughs> 17. <laughs> That's a 20 for Eldrin. He's a plus three for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, 20. There you go. So everybody except for Todd and Eldrin, you just hear a blink and you're outside of the building out front. Oh, we just... Eldrin, you hear the halfling go, uh-oh, somebody's pissed her off. Time to go. Time to go. Okay, Todd, let's, let's, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> okay, fine then. Todd, give me a charisma saving throw. <laughs> just everything. I just got to get... Oh, no. I'm already walking out like Todd is. Bye. (laughs) That wasn't a no. A 15? Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I got to look up something up real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is it it the return of Chicken chicken Todd? Please let this be the return of Chicken Todd. So, Todd, you've you've had suggestion cast on you before. The caster suggests a course of activity limited to a sentence or two and magically influence the creature. Suggestions must be worded in a manner such as to make the course of action sound reasonable, <laughs> asking the current creature to stab itself, throw itself onto a spear, immolate itself, or do some other obviously harmful act. Ends the spell. Let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a wisdom saving throw. Either way, you still wouldn't have made it. On a uh, failed save, it pursues the course of action to the best of its ability. The suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration, <laughs> uh, which is eight hours. If the suggested activity can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it's t- asked to do. You hear the the fur bulk in your brain. And as these words echo through, they reverberate. And in your vision, she seems to swell in size and grow and grow and grow until she just takes up the entirety of your vision. Like you're floating in space with this towering fur bulk whose voice thunders into your mind. Leave and go do the mission and walk funny the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) So, Todd. What funny walk are you doing for the rest of this mission? Uh, I'm backwards walking. Oh. <laughs> oh. Good chunk. Seems like a terrible thing for the rogue to be doing in the stealth mission. Oh. Yeah. He is moonwalking the entire way. <laughs> He's moonwalking the entire way. <laughs> Fucking genius, Todd. <laughs> Todd comes moonwalking out of the building and you guys are out front. <laughs> <sighs> So, it is heist planning mode time. Hey, that's awesome. I am sure this back half of the episode where they actually have to plan that heist will be super productive and not introduce a new character voice. That would be fucking impossible in that scenario, right? I would think so, too. You know what? It's time to thank our patrons who support the show and who, without this, we would still sound as bad as we did in those first couple of episodes. So, hey, thank you, gang, so much. We appreciated it so much. And for real, I know there's been a lot of false starts on this and some things that have popped up here and there, but the Tingle costume has been shipped. It is heading to Jamie as we speak. And the second it gets there, we will be 
uh, doing a live stream with Jamie uh, wearing that and then also doing a photo shoot if we can make that happen. So <laughs> only took three years. Look, if you don't support the show currently and you're hanging out here because either you're enjoying this or you're just simply too goddamn ass drunk to get up off your ass and hit that stop button right now. I realize that's on your phone, but, you know, your earbuds are wireless and you lift it all the way over there on the nightstand. And that full bottle of wine wasn't the issue. It was the half of the second one that was probably the problem. Goddamn subscription box. Well, look, while you're here, let's talk about what the patrons get for supporting the Party of Five. Bonus lore, bonus podcasts, bonus videos. They get to influence the show. Some of them get merch. All of them get our thanks and our appreciation. So head over to patreon.com forward slash GMDOcast to see exactly what you can get by supporting the Party of Five. That said, thank you to Clearly Not a Cultist, Daniel, Ken, Kirk, Malohai. Congrats, Malohai, on your win in the raffle. Mr. Shmee, Sundance Sid. Look, there's no way to deny it. You know what Todd's going to do to say thank you. And as a tiefling, his hands are never cold. A roboticized private eye, barred out of hell. Bryce, Cosmic Worm, Mr. Bible Pants, Dean, don't use good yarn on bad conspiracies. Hey, great shout out on D&D Minus for your question there. Dreken, Corobain Nikki Bobicki, Miles, new names only, Slurping Beatbox. Mori doesn't have hands, you sick bastards. Get that, just get those thoughts out of your mind. How dare, how dare you? We will forgive you, but only because you've been such good supporters. Hannah, new patron Jesse. Hey, buddy. Welcome. Sorry that this is the first one you got your name shouted out on. Yogan, Kalevi Alvedi, Karlak is best girl. Loki the Angry Dwarf, Martian, Thomas. Look, if you want Eldrin to take care of it, he will. But he's got really those really calloused archer hands. Proceed at your own risk. Proceed at your own risk. Bill, Dr. Death, Gibbons Camp, Matt Dave. Professor Flattop, Saga, Zork, and Resident Alpha Patron Lee. You know, you think the claws would be an impediment for Baba, but they're not. He's got complete control over those claws. The bigger issue is that a lot of people are allergic to Tabashi dander, and that is not someplace you want to rash. Yeah, maybe rethink that. Anyway, thank you again to all these incredible folks. Your support for the show means so much to us and has helped the show come such a long way and will continue to help us drive forward into the future. But look, the times are tough right now for a lot of people. <laughs> the world is a crazy fucking place. And we understand if you can't support, we really absolutely 100% do. You can still contribute to the show in spirit and in social currency. So you have friends, right? statistically, a few of you must, even though you're listening to this, go out and tell those friends about this show. I'm assuming they trust you and you're not the the weird guy who their cousin introduced them to that one time. And now that you show up, they just can't get rid of you because you've got the good pot, but you're, you're actually somebody that they want to be around and they're going to listen to what you say. Tell your coworkers until one of them listens to this and reports you to HR and get you fired. A couple of those people will still stick with the show. Tell your family members if you still talk to them. I don't. Talk to mine. That's painful. Don't you feel guilty? Talk to your family. Anyway, the, the, the point is, is that one in five people decide which show they should listen to next based off of the recommendation of a friend, family member, coworker, or sexy stranger. One in five. Losing that would be like losing one of the party of five. Like fate. And whose lines would Maury and Todd consistently step on if we didn't have fate? Nobody's. That's who. And you... No, I abhor the sound of silence. It makes me uncomfortable. 
Why do you want me to be unhappy? A- a- anyway, tell your friends, family members, coworkers, and sexy strangers that uh, you, you like the show. You want to listen to it. And they can go to gmdlcast.com forward slash listen. That's all they got to do to check it out. Super simple. Take that link from the show notes, copy and paste it in your socials, blast that sucker out there. We will appreciate it. That's going to do it, folks. Thanks again for joining us in our corner of the actual play universe. We sincerely appreciate it. Y'all are the best and hope you enjoyed the show.